Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. So last week we talked about how Paul wrote a number of letters from prison. In the past few that we've looked at were written when he was under house arrest, unable to move around. Uh, eventually he got out. And the next few letters that we're going we're gonna to talk about and teach through are from the time when he got out of prison and was kind of reconnected to some of his churches. We don't actually even know the details of how his imprisonment ended. Maybe he stood before the emperor and the emperor said, get out of my, get out of my face, and he went about his business. We're not sure. But when he gets out, he uh, surveys the situation, and some of the churches are doing okay, but some of them are pretty rough. And there was one in particular that was on an island called Crete, uh, and it was in the Mediterranean Sea. And Crete was a place where, even in the ancient world, it had a reputation for being rough. It was kind of a place where you wouldn't want to go to vacation there, but you might do a short-term mission trip, you know. Uh, They just kind of need help. And so Paul heard about the church, and he heard that they were struggling, and he realized he needed to send one of his best guys. And so he decided to send a guy named Titus. Uh, Titus had been with Paul for 20 years. And he was Paul's go-to guy for the difficult jobs. If, uh, if this were basketball, he's the one who the coach would tell to go guard the other team's best player. Or if it were football, he's the third down back. The one that you put in when you really need a few yards so that you can keep the drive going. Or if this were junior high, this would be your friend that you go send to the girl to find out if she likes you back. You know what I mean? So that was Titus for Paul. And uh, Paul sends Titus to Crete, and he really gives him a pretty simple job description. I want you to preach the gospel, and I want you to make an impact on everybody that you can in the name of Jesus so that people can come to know him. And he writes this letter called Titus to encourage Titus in this mission. And it's written to Titus, but it's supposed to be read in front of the church so that everybody actually overhears what Paul is saying. And there's some specific things in there. He talks about appointing some leaders and rebuking some false teachers and teaching people to follow Jesus in their their current stage of life. Some of those kind of things, but really pretty well consistently through the whole thing. It's basically believe in the gospel, embrace the grace of God so that you can be a person who influences everybody around you. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So lean in and listen as we do just that. Talk about surrendering to the change by influencing whoever and whatever is in front of you. What's up, junior hires? Hey, let me say something. I have, most of you I see all the time, and I haven't seen you in a while, so I missed you guys. I really did. I like to see you guys. I get to see you guys for a few weeks. So we're going to start how we always start, because I noticed already a little bit of an issue in the peanut gallery in the corner. And you guys know me. I'm not afraid to call it out, and I'll call it out. Yeah, well, ain't that funny. You ain't that cool. Hey, raise your right hand. You guys know the game, right? I. State your name. State your name. Wheel. Pay attention. And. I will. Respect the people. Sitting around me. Amen. All right. Now, most of you know I don't have to do this. The next I'll have to do this, but listen up. I was a nervous man. Six minutes in the hospital, instant death. Here's what we're going to do. 
Most of you know what I did. For those of you who don't, for more than half my life, for 33 years, I was the po-po. I was a policeman for 33 years. And I got to do a whole bunch of cool things, one of which was I was on the SWAT team. Now, Michael talked about, listen up, Michael talked about the go-to guy being Titus. And we're going to get through Titus here in a second. But when I think about law enforcement, the guy that was, the guys that were sent, let me click in, that were sent to take care of the tough deals are the SWAT guys. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a little game. So come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Hey, you sit in the back, you don't get called up. So what we have, ladies, guys, most of you guys know this. What we have here is the standard police ram. And, and um, back in the day when I was on the SWAT team, I was on the SWAT team for 10 years. Most of it, this was my job. And on top of which, I, was on the narco- I worked narcotics most of my career. So we did our own search warrant sometimes, and I was always the guy that would ram the door. But sometimes it's not quite as easy as it seems. So we're going to find something out here. So... I need, uh, there's only three of you. One, two, three. Come on up here. Come on up here, biggin. All right. Somebody pick a ram guy. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to see, shh, shh, I'm talking, you're not. We're going to see how well these guys who think they're all that in a bag of chips, we're going to find out how good they really are. Aight? Aight. So here's the deal. I'm going to time you guys. Now, first thing is this. Come on, if you're a SWAT team, you don't stand. I could get you all, man. Get in the line. All right, there you go. Shh. All right. So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to time you. No, you're going to use the ram. Shh. We're going to see. I will stop the time. Listen up. I will stop the time when the last guy goes through the door. All right? I better get here in case you knock this door down. On your marks. Get set. Go. All right. Yeah, I know. This is just your standard door. That's pretty good, huh? Okay. That was fun, huh? I got to do that all the time. Now, here's the problem. Shh. I'll talk about this later, but this isn't good. You know why that's not good? One is Sam's going to be mad at me because I broke their door. But here's why it's not good. What often happens, you guys have a seat. What often happens, though, it gets stuck in there when they do that, right? Now, I want you to hold that door for a second. It took them seven seconds to get everybody in there. That's how long it took, okay? Here's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to get real personal with you guys. I'm going to get real, I'm going to push you a little bit. We're going to talk about, and Michael mentioned this, this idea of making an impact. We're going to talk about making an impact on where we're at and how that works. Listen up. We're going to go through some challenges and stuff, but first thing is this. And, and when Michael talked about this in the beginning, give me your attention. He talked about this island of Crete, which is where Titus was. And so you know, Paul mentions this in Titus, and he's actually quoting a philosopher from that time, that the island of Crete was known for being liars and gluttons and lazy. That's what they were known as. Does that sound like anything or anybody that you're around? Okay? Listen up. I'm going to need your guys' attention. We're going to talk about making an impact. In order to make an impact, we've got to start with identifying where we're going to make our impact. Now, some of you guys, your Crete, the island that you're around, 
Maybe your school. Because you know what? Let's be honest. Junior high, people lie. People are lazy. Things are going on. Maybe your creed is your school. But let's narrow it down. For some of you, maybe it's the team that you're on. It's a track team. It's your baseball team. It's a band. It's whatever you're involved with. Maybe that's where you need to make an impact. Maybe for some of you, it's your friends. Because what happened was, not too long ago, you made a decision. You were going to be all in with Jesus. I'm going to follow Jesus. And your friends aren't there yet. And you want to impact them and get them to Jesus. And maybe, listen up, this is tough for me to say. Maybe for some of you, it's when you leave here and you go home. Things just aren't good. And you're here on your own. And that is your island of Crete. So here's what I want you to do before we go on. I want everybody to close your eyes. I'm going to give you a few seconds, and I want you, your own island of Crete, you need to identify that. I want you to think about who is your island of Crete? Where is it that you feel God wants you to make an impact for the kingdom? All right, open your eyes. All right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you some practical ways to get there. Do not forget your island. You feel me? All right, all right. Okay, we're going to start, we've got to start in, a, in the right area. Here's the thing I want you to think about. There's this old saying, kind of, kind of silly, but it got used. It, was, it wasn't like a WWJD, but it was close. And it was, you've got to keep the main thing, the main thing. But that's true. One of the things that they talk about here in Titus, I'm going to read this to you. It's out of Titus 3. But when, but, and there's a little line there, meaning this is a big point, so pay attention. When God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love, he saved us. Not because of the righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. We're going to make an impact. We have to start with Jesus and because of Jesus' mercy. First is, we know, those of us who are followers of Jesus, we know that, we just celebrated this a few days ago, right? On Friday, Jesus, for us, at my worst was crucified. And he rose again. We celebrated that on Sunday. But he did that for us. That is the mercy. But to make an impact, it's got to go beyond us. Listen up. Mercy is something that we need to show the other people too. When, we, when you think about your island of Crete, I think about mine. Sometimes I am a, in a permanent state of ticked off. Ever been like that before? People, you're like sick up and tired of it. People warn you out. It's like, all right, man. Here's the thing. We need to, because, and we're warned about this all over this New Testament, because God, Jesus died for us and showed us mercy, we need to do the same for everybody else. So are you giving people mercy? Are you being kind? Are you forgiving those? When you're trying to make an impact, are you forgiving those that need to be forgiven? Not so easy, is it? Now, the second point is this. We need to show them where that real mercy comes from. That's the whole point of our impact, is we have to be pointing them back to the giver of that mercy, and that's Jesus. We need to be doing. Now, I made an audible, and I changed some things I was going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about something now, and I'm going to wing this a little bit, so bear with me. The next thing I want to talk about is this idea of prayer. We need to start off with prayer. Paul, who wrote the book of Titus, also wrote um, you know, 13 letters. One is Thessalonians. And in 1 Thessalonians, he says, pray always. Now, I don't, know, I don't think that means that you walk around praying. Maybe it does. 
but it's an attitude that you need to have. It's kind of like getting the game started. When you're getting ready to make an impact on somebody, if you've already connected with Jesus and already aligned with God through prayer, he's going to show you where to go. He's going to show you what to do. You're going to be able, let's get back to your personal island of Crete, he's going to be able to show you and help you. I know for me, I, every morning, I, I, every is an exaggeration, most mornings, I get up, I, I work out, I go to Starbucks, I have my Bible, my journal, and I pray. And I've been, Mark, Mark Christian, I've been talking about this just last day. He, I've been challenged by some things I've been a little bit selfish on. My, my challenge is this. You need to be praying for those on, on your island. It needs to start with that. Jesus, and then praying for him. So what's the practical parts of this? We're going to go through two things pretty quick here. First thing is this. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in some of your guys' grill just a bit. Aight, aight. Here we go. First thing is this. Our actions matter. What we do speaks louder than anything that we say. How are you acting? Here's what Paul tells Titus. And you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and the seriousness of your teaching. First is this. It's obedience. But... And here's where I'm going to get in your grill. Where does that obedience start? I'm going to skip down here to chapter, to, uh, chapter 3. It says this. Remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. What does that mean to you as a junior hire? What the heck? Here's what it means. First one is this. How are you doing with your mom and dad? Are you respecting them? Are you being obedient to your parents? When your friends come to your house, are you treating your parents right? Are you being respectful? Because you're, that's obedience. How about this one? How about your teachers? How do you teach your teachers at your school? One is, let's go back to the praying. Are you even praying for the parents and teachers at your school? Are you, well, you should be. And thank you for being honest. I appreciate that. Are you praying for them? Are you being obedient to the teachers of your school and your teachers? Here's another one, too. All authorities. So, what about here on a Wednesday night? How respectful are you to the adults that are in here? How, how, how respectful you when someone's on the stage talking and you're pointing to yourself and talking when someone else is talking? How good are you at that? That's disrespectful. So you have somebody who's here and you want to make an impact on them? They're watching how you act all the stinking time. That's the truth and the whole truth. But here's the deal. Actions do speak louder than words, but conversations still matter. Especially in junior high. I'm going to be back in Titus again. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. Do we talk about people when we get together? Maybe we talk about our parents too, possibly. Oh my gosh, this is... One of it is silly, because what we do mostly is because we're trying to make ourselves look better. We're not humble. We put people down to make us look better for one. Instead of love, and it's all about love, we're talking about people. We got, we use this word gossip. I don't know if it's gossip as much as just slamming people, man. We're not telling things they did. We're making fun of them. Maybe they're different than us. Maybe they're, maybe they struggle in school a little bit. Maybe they just, here's the deal. Maybe they just got a jacked up family, man. So instead of talking about people and being gossipy, we want to impact, we want to impact your island of Crete. 
don't be talking about people because that word gets around. Because now, if her and I are talking about her, right? The next thing you know, she and her are talking about me. And it's just not good. Junior hires, listen up. You've heard me say this before, but listen up. You're better than that. All right? So we're going to talk about one more thing. Before we do that, where's Miss Spiva at? Come on up here. All right. See, she did really good in track, and she's like, I know she's really strong. So... And it's harder for her, too, because, see, she has, she has that hole in the door. All right, I'm going to time her. Get ready. You ready? Get set. Go. Two seconds. Huh. Listen up. The door wasn't locked for these knuckleheads either, by the way. The door wasn't locked for them. So what? Here's the deal. Listen up. Here's the last point I want to give you guys, and then we're going to close here in a, little, a few minutes here, but I want, I want to hit on this. Listen up. You need to trust Jesus. On your island of Crete I had you think about, guess what? You're already stinking there. We're talking about impact, right? We made this big impact on the door, put a stinking hole in the door. Sometimes when we're trying to make an impact... On those around us, one is we're using equipment we're not familiar with. So what's he do? He hit it in the wrong spot. We do things we don't need to do. We waste all our time out here, outside the island, when God's got the door open for us. We're on the island. But listen up. When you're, on that, when you're in that room, you got to do something, man. God's challenging you. God's, God puts you there for a reason. Even if it's a messed up deal. God can use you in that situation. What about your island of Crete? You got to seize the moment. Now listen up. I'm going to clo- close on this real quick. This is important to me. Very, very important to me. Some of you in here, look at me, all of you. There's some of you in here right now that are still trying to figure things out. And it's very possible that when I told someone to think about their island of Crete, you were on that island. And there's people in here that maybe want you to know what they know in Jesus. So that is why the adults are in here. So if there's a question that you have about this, hey, man, I I, want to be all in, man. I want to be like Paul says in the first part of of, of the letters. Paul was known as Saul of Tarsus. Now he's known as Paul, slave of God. Apostle of Jesus. His of changed. You need to change your of maybe. And who you belong to. So here's my challenge. Impact your island. And if you're not sure what that looks like. And you got an island you want to impact. You don't know how. That's what we're here for as adults. Alright. Let me pray us out. Father God. I love you. And I, I thank you. Um, for the letter you wrote. To Titus. I thank you for um, the mercy. And this all comes back to your mercy, God, that you loved us enough to die for, you sent Jesus to die for us. And because of that, we can make impact on our friends. I pray for the people in here that maybe they didn't know what this impact even means yet. Their hearts are open and they want to find you and follow you. Jesus, my pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. 
For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.